Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. I am your host, Manny G, and join me tonight is the one who nearly skipped the episode to go to a surprise Christmas party just to realize it was a terrible mistake. <laughs> it is my friend, TX Andy, man. How you doing, man? Thank God for my wife's uh, laryngitis or whatever she has, man. That poor girl's <laughs> been sick for straight up, I feels like, two oh, weeks. Man. Dude, but, I've been uh, like hacking and coughing all too. day, man. I'm still yeah. not feeling good. Yeah. But Andy, dude, yes. we are not alone tonight. No, we're not. We are joined by none other than Flavorous. What Flavor, is up, Flav? Flavor. I feel great. I'm not sick at all. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> dude, redheads don't get sick. That's a scientific fact. Yeah, we just can't go outside. So there's a trade-off. <laughs> Plus or minus. There That's is true. a trade-off. Flavorous is from the Sufficiently Afflicted podcast, the Battlefield podcast. Flav, my friend, tell us about that show in case somebody has not listened to it. Well, yeah, we are a podcast that goes over how to get better at Battlefield. And we're not just a teaching podcast. We're a learning podcast as well. So we want to get better alongside with our listeners. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we do. We we talk about assignments. We give ourselves challenges. Uh, we go over classes. Just, you know, flavor of the week. We're not really a news podcast. We just want to get better at the game. Flavor of the week. I get that. Nice. Mm. See what he did there? Oh, See what he did there? Dude, I, I love the show. I love your new format. It is awesome. It is. And uh, Sparta is hilarious when he does these tourism oh my God. commercials <laughs> for Narvik. Yeah, come to Narvik. <laughs> yes, that's Go good. Go to the Blue House or yes. whatever. It was, it's, <laughs> it's great. Yes. Yeah, that's that's why we have him on because he's <laughs> way funnier than either Eric or myself. So. <laughs> so yeah, if you guys have not listened to Sufficiently Afflicted podcast, go give them some love. Yeah, you absolutely need to right now. <laughs> on the count of three. Yes. Well, hey guys, let's jump into the show. We have uh, Andy. We've got a bit of news, man. Do you want to talk about this news, or do you we, want to jump into the main topic? Here? No, no. Let's. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna brush up on some of this news just to hit some highlights, and then we'll jump into it. Sound good? All right, man. All what right, what man. do we got, dude? So first up, we have uh, Bungie in the news once again uh, with their Black Armory release, um, the first of their, uh, I guess continuous drip feed of yeah, their content. annual pass right this is this it's is new pass, right yeah. they've just started yeah. this thing it's yes. like a light to, subscription right yes that's it that's actually a really good way of, of describing it um so yeah it's their it's their first drop um it's good they've done a lot of good things i think they're definitely catering to a certain um demographic uh but the issue uh that they've Yes, that's exactly right, which is why I love it. No, but the <laughs> the, itch, the issue that they're running into right now is that a lot of players, in fact, 
according to the numbers, the majority of their players are essentially locked out of the content because it does it is end game content, which you know by definition is above 600, which was the cap uh, previous to the release. And so a lot of people can't even touch it. You know, like you know when you stop playing Manny, you I think we're like mid 500s. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and to get to, to get to six hundred, you would have to grind up to that, which is still the same process. So in reality, you'd be looking at about a month. So obviously, that creates an issue uh, for people that pre-purchase the annual pass, which I believe you maybe were one of them. I can't remember. No, no, I actually, okay. I good. did not. You held off. Well, good. I put my foot straight down. Good. Good. So, uh, so now you're informed, right? And so, uh, but many people did buy it, and so of course that created a bit of a of a contentious issue. Um, but uh, but that's Bungie for you, right? Oh, Bungie. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: like you now have Bungie, where they have put themselves into a new category to where you have to compare them to games like World of Warcraft, which mm-hmm. is also a subscription based product now their subscription you pay per month bungee right. subscription you play pay per year mm-hmm. still a uh, a sub right right so now you're looking at the amount of content they are releasing on a regular basis and mm-hmm. then you're saying you know is this worth the price of admission for some right. people definitely yes and some people absolutely mm-hmm. not so you know right. don't look at this as an expansion because yeah. that is definitely not what it is Mm-mm. Find out what it is exactly, yeah. know what you're paying for, and then decide. And that way you don't have to worry about being disappointed for sure. or having these uh, bad expectations. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of news articles, Kotaku, Polygon, the YouTubers out there. You know, there there's definitely a lot of opinions on it. Definitely inform yourself. The content itself, uh, I think, is fun. But again, uh, for those of you that have taken a break uh, or maybe not even picked it up, you're a ways out from being able to play it if you know if you're not even close to the uh to the cap so yeah fyi Whoa, uh, fyi right uh and then <laughs> uh, and then our, else. and then as if as if to say hey wait a minute we need to be in the news too bethesda <laughs> <laughs> refuses uh to quit on us buddy they refuse. So uh, Bethesda now, or do you, do you want to take this one, Manny? Since well, hey, it's it's funny because they had went ahead and decided let's avoid um, any kind of lawsuits for this whole bag thing. Mm-hmm. Remember, they were they were falsely advertising uh, their collector's edition products, so they went ahead and started creating these uh, canvas bags to send out to these people. Manny, All you had to do there's a canvas shortage, bro. There, well, the, somehow, some way, a Christmas miracle, okay. they found some extra canvas. <laughs> what? In 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 a storage uh, right. shed. It's probably in New Zealand somewhere. So so they said, all you got to do is just contact us mm-hmm. with your receipt or something like that that proves your purchase, and we'll yes. send you a bag, which is awesome. All this, well. but unfortunately. Something glitched out in their system to where people who had submitted a ticket on those accounts, they began to receive these other support tickets from other customers. So there began to be this this small breach to where you had 
I don't know if you they were you were granted some kind of admin access or mm. or something, but you could all of a sudden see the tickets and pages and pages of yeah. of tickets worth of of submissions where you saw people's names, mm. the credit cards they use, their home oh. address, their email address, their phone number, every piece of contact information that you can think of was all of a sudden visible for all of these people. In short, the stuff you don't want to be out there on the exactly. internet. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. That's my bad, guys. I'm the Bethesda IT guy. Oh, I, I'm, I took a I took a community college course. <laughs> I thought I had it. <laughs> but not enough band-aids. Yeah, there you mm-hmm. go. So Yeah, it it ridiculous. So yeah, Bethesda's in the news again for something bad. I love their response though. Their response. Oh. Yeah. literally uh, uh, from their community manager I believe a tweet hi guys or hi guys we've resolved the issue period <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. is which is probably given the way it's been going like the best way probably like you know just exactly it's short and sweet yeah what's that <laughs> meme where uh, the dude's sitting in a house that's burning down burning and he down says it. this is fine everything is fine <laughs> Yeah, so the, but that's a. I'm. Ser- I I was serious last week. I'm serious this week. Just be quiet. Stop. Just calm down. Yeah. We need to move on with life. Exactly. Exactly. But that's it, man. Quick hits. What so, do we got? A couple of quick news hits. All right. Well, there is a reason that we invited Flav to our lovely show this evening. <laughs> man, he's handsome. Why, why would we have? A fiery redhead that hosts a Battlefield uh, <laughs> show on our show. Because we wanted to talk about Battlefield 5. Oh, my. The reason why we wanted to talk about Battlefield 5 is because I've been playing this game, and it is a lot of fun. But it is not all fun. There are some issues with the game that we're going to try and talk about. We want to talk about, is, is this game worth playing right now? And uh, it was released a couple of weeks ago, but I think the conversation is still relevant because the game keeps going on sale and it goes on Mm. sale for like 50%. I saw again, like today that the game was on sale to veteran players of, of battlefield. And, and last week it was on sale to anyone who shops at target for 50% off. So, so this game, they really want you to buy this game. Well, do they though, Manny? Do they want us to buy it? Because they said. Just don't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. Yeah. That's true. But that that man, um, he's he's no longer with us. He gone. Rest he said in peace. Peace. <laughs> peace out. He took his money. He took his ball and he went home. <laughs> but let's talk about Battlefield 5. Let's do it. So the game released a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about how the they had this staggered release, right? So first, people who played on PC that had their the the EA's um, Origin Access Origin Access, that's right. And so if you were a, a a member of that, and that's kind of a subscription too, right? It is. Yep. So if you're a member there, then you could actually play the game before anyone else. And then a while later, people were offered the ability on console as well to play for like a 10-hour demo of the game if you were a part of EA Access on Xbox. And then if you pre-ordered... The Deluxe. Yeah, the Deluxe Edition. And then finally, finally on the 22nd, if you just bought the the $60 game, you can play. Yeah. 
So I think that was absolutely crazy. Yeah, it's definitely an odd choice. Well, it's not even a Battlefield choice. Uh, that's just an EA thing. Yes. Uh, so we, we can't really hold that against Battlefield, but I agree. Uh, it wasn't the best way to go about this. And I think this was EA's attempt to try to build hype and to get people to pay just a little bit more. But uh, they weren't counting on people to not buy the game, period. Yeah. Um, so they actually needed for everyone who was going to buy the game, they needed everybody to buy and to play at the exact same moment. And they didn't provide that. The reason why I say that is because if you would get onto Twitch to see what all the big streamers are playing, then you would see people like um, Shroud. Mm. Like you'd you log on to, to Twitch and you'd see like Shroud and he's playing. He has he's always has like tens of thousands of people watching him play video games, right? Mm-hmm. He's playing Battlefield Five with the the EA Origins early access. So the average person they. You know, they're being asked to sign up for a subscription to play Battlefield 5. And that's crazy. Like, nobody's going to do that. And then by the time Shroud's done playing with a game, then the game's going to be out in full release, right? Mm-hmm. But they're people's favorite uh, streamers and YouTubers, they're not playing anymore. They played for a couple weeks or however many hours or whatever. So it's like the hype and that initial wave has totally died. So I think that initial release kind of squelched a lot of things. And we talked last week about how the their whole marketing campaign was all yeah. whack and stuff. Right. So, you know, I wanted to have a Battlefield 5 show, but I wanted to wait until some of the initial issues were resolved. So right. we just got our first big patch. And it is the uh, the Tides of War Chapter 1 mm-hmm. Overture. That This is the, the first time we're... Dice has been able to address a lot of bug fixes and to bring some more content to the game, and they just did that. Mm-hmm. So, what Tides of War is that is their 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 live service um, model. So, what they're doing is they're releasing content over time to give for free to all players who have purchased the game. And you know, one of the big criticisms is that uh, all the content you get in Tides of War. All of this stuff, this should have just been included at release mm-hmm. to be a part of the game itself. But instead, they're taking time to kind of uh, bring these features over time. Mm-hmm. So so what do you guys think about just this whole model of, of the, the whole Tides of War thing? So I'll disagree with you a little bit because what we got at release in BF5 is typically what we get at release in any Battlefield game. Uh, same amount of maps, um, basically the same amount of weapons. It depends on what Battlefield game you're comparing it to. So I'm not miffed at this. Um, with with the single player, I always feel like that's a little bit of an add-on to Battlefield because that's mm-hmm. not the focus. You play Battlefield for multiplayer. Right. Uh, yeah. We got the same number of multiplayer maps at release as we got from BF1. Uh, the practice range... There was no practice range in BF1 ever mm. after after two years. We never got one. Uh, so I don't mind that being an add-on. Uh, and customizations, that also wasn't a thing in BF1. So I'm not upset about this release schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think it is safe to say that their whole Tides of War package is extra content. 
You know, it's something normally or historically, at least for Battlefield 1, you'd be getting with like a season pass, right? Mm-hmm. So this, the whole season pass thing is is completely bypassed. So they decided to just give everyone this content to keep everyone in the same maps and all on the same page. So I think actually the idea itself is pretty positive. So some of the features that we got and some of the fixes that we got, well, we got the, the last Tiger War Story. Hmm. Um, we also got a new map, the uh, Panzerstorm uh, like you mentioned, Flav, we got the practice range where you can go in and try different weapons and different vehicles. And then we also got a bunch of new cosmetic options. So uh, mm. so have you guys really experienced the Tides of War Overture? Uh, what are you guys' thoughts about any of the new content? What I've seen uh, and what I've experienced uh, has been overall positive. You know, I haven't had nearly the issues that some people have said. And in fact... I think it's a great game. I really love how immersive it is. It's so different from most of the... And I don't have experience with uh, BF5, but so different from every other first-person shooter that we've played. Um, And and I I think it's really good. Uh, Now, as far as like drip-feeding content, I feel like... I don't know, man. Uh, It seems like everything is going that way, man. I mean, we just talked about Bungie and... Man, just everything it seems like is just they're trying to extend, you know, the the content or or I don't know, man. I, you know, it's such a weird time in yeah. in games right now. So I I'm overall positive on everything that I've seen in Battlefield. I've played some of the war stories. I've you know played PvP exclusively with you guys. So my experience has been wonderful. But uh, what about you, Flav? What's uh, as far as the 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 tides of war how how do you feel about it i love the practice range Mm -hmm. it's it's so good you can get in there you can work on different weapons you can set your sensitivity and dial it in without having to be under fire while you figure things out uh it's it's a really really good addition uh i actually haven't played the panzer storm map it hasn't come up for me yet Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a bit disappointing, but uh, it's also because I haven't played a ton this week, so that's my own fault. Mm-hmm. And I'm still working through uh, the the war stories, the single player stuff. So uh, I'll I'll get to that eventually. But the fact that they added some new weapons this early on is is really cool because uh, after the release of Battlefield One, we didn't see any new stuff for months and months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm happy with the the release schedule. I just feel like I would like them to work on the bugs before they give us new content. Yeah, man. That, yeah. How about uh how about the war stories? Have you guys delved into any of the war stories? Not just the not just the the last tiger war story. Uh, I've played. Uh, I think it's pronounced Nordly. Some people say Nordless. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm an American, and I only speak Southern English. <laughs> Southern uh, English, yes. Uh, but uh, I absolutely loved it. Uh, way better than anything BF1 ever had to offer. Uh, it's dynamic. It's engaging. I think they really nailed the war stories now in a time in which Call of Duty isn't even doing single-player stuff outside of zombies, right. if, if you count that. so Well, yeah. and even then, that's – I would – yeah – it's. I would almost describe that more as like PVE type mechanics, 
group activity, right? Yeah, because it's <laughs> zombies is like a, a repeatable activity with like yeah. lots of escalating challenges and stuff. Right. It's right. It's not like dungeons and raids and stuff, but I compare it to activities like that because you can just continue to repeat them and and grow in that progression. Mm -hmm. Whereas like a campaign is most of the time one and done unless you're going through different difficulties or trying to do achievements and stuff. Right. Right. Um, as far as the war story goes, I've played, um, well, obviously, you know, the, the intro one, which we played during our 10 hour beta session, which yeah. I thought was really cool, man, the music and everything. Uh, and you know, I've, I've mentioned how, you know, like we talked about the marketing last week, Manny, and how like, man, I haven't, I'm yet to see a prosthetic arm in, in the game. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, so uh, I thought that was an, an awesome introduction, the music and everything. I mean, they, you know, like I think they make them all, it seems almost all, especially World War uh, Two. Uh, you know, the music and you get sucked into the whole sort of, you know, just, just battle like and everything. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, oh, uh, the other war story that I played was the, mm -hmm. the one with the uh, two British dudes, the, uh, the secret agents or whatever. I forget what that story is called. Yeah, I don't remember. Something with no country or something like that. That was a good one. It's a good one. It's in the desert. So the settings seem to be kind of hopping all over the place. Um, and it's a ton of fun. I mean, I've enjoyed I, I've enjoyed that one. I haven't gotten into all of them just yet, like Flav, but, um, you know, they're great. I think they've been pretty positive overall. Um, there was a uh, mention how were, a couple of them were, were not as good as, as the third, but, you know. Uh, a yeah. lot of it depends on opinion, right? Like, uh, right. do you enjoy this particular story? But it looks like it was put together pretty well, apart mm -hmm. from some like uh, some weird AI bugs to where you could like sneak up on some AI and they don't even see you until you're like stabbing their face or whatever. But stab them in the butt cheeks. Yeah, yeah. But I think uh -huh. the focus is is about the story there, right? And, right. Yeah. You know, using different equipment and stuff, but mm -hmm. but they're telling you a, a you know a war story, right? So, but before we dive into uh, some of these other topics here, Andy, you talked about how you're, you're having an overall positive experience, but you're, you're new to battlefield totally. Right. Mm, yes. So, so what, I mean, what are your, what are your, what would you say your, your overall thoughts are on your battlefield experience so far? Well, and I've mentioned it, uh, to both of you guys on several occasions, but, um, you know, as a new player, um, completely new to the battlefield um universe uh, the the gameplay has been great I th i've mentioned it before in other episodes even the sound is awesome right the environments are amazing not just the fact that you know they the buildings fall apart and all that stuff just you know like on that snow map what's that called fiel or narvik either one no 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 it's the it's the one where we have three bases the i think it's fiel right it's on a mountainside or whatever yeah, yeah. that's fiel. just hearing myself run through the snow the snort the snowstorm that blows through like partway through the um you know the the match yeah. um dude it's so cool man it's awesome dude and um the fact that as a new player who in general, isn't great at <laughs> FPS. <laughs> um, it's awesome to have other stuff that I can add to the team, right? Now, I 
granted, I do not have the squad-based sort of um, roles down yet. I play as a medic exclusively. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll run off and start chasing some of my blue teammates, you know, just because they're attacking oh, point. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I have a hard time sort of just remembering that I'm, I'm not just a part of this huge sort of, uh, what is it? How many, how many per side? Is it 40 ish per side? 32. 32. Mm-hmm. Um, but m- more, uh, more so I'm a part of a group of four within that 32, right? And I have to stick with my teammates because you guys need me, right? You guys need my support. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. but that is so cool that we can think about it that way. Cause how many, you know, call of duty is one of those where we just run around and shoot stuff. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> and it's, yes. it's, it's heartbreaking. Remember that one match we played Manny where we were spawn trapped and we just died over and over again. And that's like the, that's the least fun thing yeah. to do. Yeah. In, and you're talking game. about COD, right? Right. Yes, right. Yeah. But it's yeah. so cool to be able to, to say, okay, you know what? I'm having a really hard time on this match. So I'm going to just start bandaging my buddies, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Giving them shots in the arm and handing out, uh, first aid boxes so it's cool that that you're still contributing to the team even though um more than just Mm -hmm. not dying which has typically been my mo right where if i'm having a tough game well you know what i'm just going to kind of stay back stay with my team and try not to die and that'll be a win for me Mm -hmm. more than that i can help you guys if you fall i can pick you up Uh, i have some smoke that i can use to cover myself uh, and and hand out all those bandages for you guys and 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 you guys appreciate it right you're like oh man thanks man. dude i love it job, man blah, blah, blah. i love that battlefield is not you know kills your kd is not the end all be all of battlefield right you know because it, it is about that squad play and it is about accomplishing something together as a team and everyone has their own distinct role and you can support one another to complete that role to do that to fulfill that role um, because of what you're doing. And I think that's what makes Battlefield so special. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't played since Battlefield 3. And I have just very fond memories of of that experience. And, you know, I didn't play a, a, an absolute ton of Battlefield. I think I played about 100 hours or so of Battlefield mm-hmm. 3. And it, you know, my memories is that the game was a lot of fun. The gunplay was was just great. And playing with my friends in a squad was fantastic. And I think just everything about squads is just very unique to Battlefield. You know, and a lot of people, when they talk about Battlefield, the thing that they think of most is Conquest. It's just this big battle with vehicles and stuff. But, you know, you've got to also think about the squad because that is also unique to battlefield and i think mm-hmm. they pull it off in a way that that no other games really do mm-hmm. no i agree i agree um you know i think call of duty tried to maybe maybe didn't try but threw a little bit of that in there in that you know with their specialists with the specialists and each one has their own sort of yeah. unique feature but yeah nothing like this yeah, and uh, that feels more of like an Overwatch type thing to where right. you have these heroes, right? Yeah. As opposed to, you know, people that make up a team, right? Right. Yeah. It's, I think it's just a different style or approach. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, and on top of that, and and again, I've not put the time that you guys have put into it, but I have not experienced any weird glitchiness or, oh, I take that back. 
I haven't personally experienced any of that. I have been playing with you guys where, you know, with mm-hmm. Manny, it happened to you the other night. Flav, I've been told, has been pretty nonstop. Dom uh, was having issues with it as well. So I know that this is happening. And, and I realize that I recognize that I'm one of the lucky ones so far. Yeah. But I think that for that reason, like I would absolutely recommend this game. Especially if you've never played a Battlefield game, I think it's an easy game to get into and pick up and not feel like a complete uh, scrub. So, <laughs> Well, hey, before we um, continue, I think our overall goal with the rest of the show tonight is, uh, before we get to you, Flav, we're going to talk about the negatives and mm-hmm. the positives and what we hope to see moving forward with Battlefield. Boom. So that's the goal for the rest of our conversation here but first Flav I want to hear from you you're a Battlefield 1 player you have a Battlefield podcast what is your take and what is your impressions of of Battlefield 5 so far so I think the the bones of Battlefield 5 are fantastic uh their goals that they have set and the changes that they've implemented from Battlefield 1 uh almost 100% are to the positive. Uh, I I love everything about it, except for the bugs. Uh, Yeah. It's hard to play. And I'm definitely one of the people that have gotten it the worst, it seems. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And and so it's super frustrating, especially considering I have a podcast to play this game. And, yeah. and yeah, right. to talk to people about this game mm-hmm. uh, when most of the time I can't play. Um, so if you take all of that away, I think this game is 200% better than BF1. Really? It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really good. But then you take the whole thing into account, and I just want to go back and play BF1. Right. So uh, it's put me in a weird position, for sure. Uh, it's disappointed me and impressed me at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. my opinions are mixed and weird and <laughs> controversial at times. So uh, I I don't know where I fall on this completely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that a lot of that speaks to, you know, just the theme of just triple a titles in general right that maybe take the time to give us a good product you know because i think if most people if you if flav if you were having the experience that i'm having up to this point and even manny manny you didn't start really having issues until here recently right yeah yeah i had a couple weird bugs that were you know they came and then they went yeah but then yeah lately the last few nights that i've played the bugs have been coming thick and heavy and right. like, like, yeah, it's totally different. But I think people, I mean, I think it sounds like you would feel a completely different way if, if your experience was like that. And so I mean, it's yeah. worth holding off, right? Wait. We had a speak pipe come to us from the internet. So unfortunately our good friend, Eric, who is also a part of sufficiently afflicted was not able to be with us tonight, but he did send us a speak pipe. He wanted to be a part of the conversation. So let's let's play that because it's it's relevant to what we're talking about. Let's do it. Eric here, one of the other guys from the Battlefield podcast, Sufficiently Afflicted. 
Flav, Sparta, and I talk a lot about getting better at a specific game, working as a team, and playing the game you've got, not the game you wish you had. I'm often okay with being an unpaid playtester for one of today's so-called live service games. What makes this difficult for me, though, with Battlefield Five specifically, is that the game's current mechanics and bugs are making teamwork unnecessarily difficult. What I mean is, I'm not having much fun, and that's pretty rough. So where do you two fall on the spectrum? Do you want to act like beta playtesters for a live game like Battlefield Five, enduring all of its frustrating mechanics, bugs, and multiple patches? Or do you think players, specifically you two, should play a different game and maybe, maybe come back to a game once the dev proves their game is ready for actual play? Anyhow, love your show. It's pretty good, even if it isn't sufficiently afflicted. The best damn Battlefield podcast on the planet. Oh, wait. Should I have bleeped that? <laughs> we love you, Eric. I'm, I'm sad he couldn't be here. Um, yes, it is the best battlefield podcasts i've ever heard but uh, man but eric makes some really good points right it's like we do have and we're, we're just gonna jump in we're going into the negative now this game does have a lot of frustrating bugs that sometimes makes it unplayable and it is not fair to the consumer to have to you know be guinea pigs and play testers right until they bring out these patches and all this stuff to fix them over time that's not the promise of a live game. A live game is not supposed to be something that's buggy and half-baked. It's supposed to be a full product that gives you this continued support that keeps you playing because the experience is so good. And look, oh, wow, here's new content. Let's keep playing it. Oh, wow, here's something else. That's the promise of a live game, not this buggy mess that makes people have to endure just until the developers are able to figure out their problems and issues, right? Yeah, that's that's definitely true. And with Battlefield 1, when I was at work, I would find myself just trying to work faster so that I could get home and play Battlefield 1. Yeah. Uh, with, with Battlefield 5, I'm just like, uh, I kind of have to play Battlefield 5 tonight. And that's not because the game itself is terrible. Like I said before, the game is fantastic. But I know that I'm not going to be able to load into two games consecutively. Yeah, that's I insane know that, me, man. I know that I'm going to get one shot by guns that don't one shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of weird bugs, right? Yeah, and it's it's super frustrating at this point. And, you know, they delayed the game for a month, and people were speculating, like, oh, they just wanted to get out of the, you know, the crazy lineup that was happening in October. Mm -hmm. And I made the argument that, no, it's because the game isn't done, and I feel like I've been validated. Yeah, right. The, the game's not done. It's still, it's not, still done. not done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, you know, we, we kind of speculated way back when EA first revealed uh, the game to us and we were, you know, I was kind of unhappy with um, EA at uh, E3 because they didn't show us a lot of the game. But guess what? The game wasn't put together well enough to show. Right. You know, yeah. they, they did have something playable and like even guys like um, uh, Angry Joe, even him, he played the game at E3 and he gave a, a pretty negative review and a lot of it was kind of uninformed and stuff. 
but even him, he said that the game, the gunplay in the game itself, when you're playing, he said it is 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. It is excellent. Yeah. You know, and, and that is from, you know, a, a, a cynical, angry person. Right. right? right. You can't yeah. deny that. But all these bugs like kind of break it. Right. Like, right. for instance, I play in support and there's mm-hmm. these uh, these guns called uh, medium machine guns. They com- they're completely dependent on you being able to set up your bipod, whether that's on a, wa- oh, yes. a rail, a window <laughs> seal, or on the ground. Right. And so many times my bipod doesn't deploy. Right. So, so like I can't fire my gun properly and kill targets. And it's super annoying because the gun itself is powerful and it is satisfying and stuff, but yeah. like, but you can't use it properly or dependably. Right. right. It's awful. And also I, I, I'm usually doing ammo pouches where I'm handing out ammo. Mm-hmm. So I switch to an ammo box so people can come to the ammo box. Not only do they get ammo, but they get their gadgets uh, replaced and they get their grenades replaced, which is huge, right? That's a great mm-hmm. advantage. Guess what? I throw my ammo box on the ground and my ammo box sinks, sinks through the, the ground the and disappears. <laughs> yes, I saw and that. It happens, yeah, dude, oh gosh. all the time. Yeah. Same thing with med kits. Med kits, uh, they do the same thing. Yeah. That's why I don't use them, bro. I don't even use them. I don't hand them out because they don't work. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Yeah. But yeah, you know, and again, you know, my opinion is very unique in that, like, all the stuff that you guys are talking about, I'm like, man, I didn't know those were problems. I thought I just yeah. sucked. That's why that guy <laughs> killed me super fast. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no, it's good to have a critical eye, and I'm glad that you guys are, are there because, look, the game obviously has a lot of potential, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And if it, if it can get even better than it is right now, man, like, that's, that's an A-plus game, yeah. you know, but... Apparently well, it's not the game that we have currently. So yeah, um, I really hope they get on it. You know, there's, there's a lot of other things that we could consider negative. We can jump down to positive stuff unless there's anything else that you really just want to mention in this, this negative section here. Well, I just want to emphasize, uh, the, the time to death. Uh, yeah. That there's is been a, a lot of network issue. issues. Yeah, it's it, you. You feel like you're getting one shot because all of the bullets from the enemy register at once, and it's a mm. it's a really big issue. It means you can't take cover, uh, you can't react properly. Yeah, and the thing is, they're they're talking about altering uh, the time to kill, and I feel like that discussion shouldn't even be happening until we feel what the time to kill actually is. Yeah, yeah the actual uh, TTK, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so fix time to death before you start talking about changing time to kill. Right. Yeah, and they they do know it's it's an issue, but apparently it's complicated and they don't know how to solve it exactly because it seems to be a combination of a lot of issues, everything from sound to um to perhaps even server latency or something, you know, whatever it is. It feels like you're getting one shot from, like we said, if you're getting one shot from weapons that are not capable of one-shotting someone. Mm. So it's definitely something that needs to be fixed. And no, Andy, you don't just suck. It's the, <laughs> game. <laughs> the game is broken. See, I told you. <laughs> See? Oh, man. All right. Well, let's move on to some of the positives. All right. Because 
Um, if it wasn't for these positives, we wouldn't be having this show right now. But these positives to me are very positive. All right. So, so first off, dude, I, like we've mentioned it over and over again to the combat, the combat feels so good. It feels like you're in, in an actual war and an actual conflict, mm-hmm. the yeah. atmosphere, the music, the sound, the, the sights, the weapons, it all feels fantastic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And just moving down to like, uh, uh as far as guns, weapons weapons are a big deal in battlefield and it all depends on the specific um uh character that you're playing whether you're playing support or if you're playing medic that's going to determine the type of weapon you get to use right so i i've played primarily as support almost exclusively and the weapons that i get are are just they're so good mm-hmm. they're really satisfying what when the the when they're working properly right when right. we're not having some of these negatives some of these bugs that are that are messing with you not all the bugs are always persistent and stuff so there is a good time to be had for sure but they're they, the to me they feel strong they feel powerful they feel effective and a lot of times they feel like you know those bullets are going right where i aim them so what about you guys what are you guys uh do you have any standout guns that you really like what about the the combat? Do you guys feel the same way that I do? Well, for me, um, you know, being the medic, that's probably one of the, the complaints I do have is that the guns that I have don't seem to have, uh, you know, they don't have great range. And, and you know, it's mm-hmm. like the Thompson and, and like in reality guns that probably shouldn't have a ton of range. But I guess my problem isn't so much that those guns don't have range is that I don't have options four guns with more range you know what i mean but yeah. i guess eric you were saying or eric flave you were saying that that's something that they were looking at and probably fixing hopefully yeah. uh the medic class by far is the most limited in their gun options mm. it's all smgs it's all yeah. up close right. and you can wreck up close mm-hmm. but uh outside 10 meters right. yeah. yeah you're you're probably gonna get killed yeah definitely feels that way anyway uh for me uh I've got a few weapons that I really enjoy. The Gewehr 43 on the the assault class. Oh, it's so good. Um, you know, it's a it's a single fire. You know, semi auto. Uh, you can go from a one time scope to I think the highest is a three time scope. So it's a it's a bit versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've had by far the most success with it. And then uh, the Auto 8 on the Recon class. Uh, yeah, it's it's really good. Two shot kill at just about any range, uh, and it, it fires decently fast. So you can you can put yourself in in a lot of different situations and come out on top. Nice. Let's talk about uh, map design. I think the maps are designed very well. We talked mm-hmm. about earlier the um, uh, what, what's that map called with the snow on the heel side? Feel. Yeah. Uh, that- yeah. That's. I've never experienced a multiplayer map or a game where in the middle of the match, the map changes. Yes. And all of a sudden you have this snowstorm where visibility drops and it feels very believable. Yeah. You know, and snow covers everything. And, you know, you, you fire upon a uh, the side of a building and the snow falls off of the roof and feels amazing. And then, you know, later on the, the sun comes out and snow starts melting and stuff and just the level of detail in each map is is amazing. I think, like I, I'm, I'm Incredible. seriously not exaggerating by saying, mm-hmm. 
the the map design is is top notch and absolutely yeah. stunning sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's not the only map to experience that sort of thing on uh, on on any given map. You may experience rainstorms or fog or sandstorms or snow, and if any of that comes in, it completely changes the gameplay. Yeah. Uh, uh, recon is way harder to play. Uh, if you, if you're running a sniper <laughs> rifle during yeah. one of these uh, oh, weather yeah, events, <laughs> yeah, you need to just put it down, pick something else. Right. So it, it is amazing. And Fiel in particular, I think was the most, uh, awe inspiring moment I've had in any, multiplayer video game when that snowstorm rolled in uh the very first time i was playing it i was just look at this this is amazing (laughs) it was so good so good yeah just the atmosphere of battle is is top notch and i don't know any other game where you can experience this and like even the um was it devastation where it's like you all of a sudden hear hear these bomb sirens going off and stuff, and it's it's just um, extremely oh, it's creepy, immersive, isn't it? It yeah. it was very eerie. Yeah, yeah. The sound design absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, it's a it's an incredibly well made game. I mean, that I think Flav, you said it best, man. Right? Like the game without bugs. It sounds like the best that it's been. Is that a stretch? Yeah, no, no, I can I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, dudes. Any other positives you wanna talk about? Um, you know, definitely I think the positives play with friends, like any other game, right? I think that's yeah. probably another uh reason why for me it's been so much fun is that I have uh spent my time with you guys. So uh, if you have I mean the the game is built around that, right? Playing with a yes. squad. So I yeah. mean go in there with buddies, make buddies if if uh if you don't have some you know join us join sufficiently afflicted those guys hang out with us too on on our pot on our podcast on our discord so uh, i would say definitely make the time to uh group up and and play with people yeah for sure absolutely so okay we know they're working on their game and they're gonna make it better and i i really believe that i think dice is on the ball and they're gonna make this game bug free eventually right <laughs> that that's <laughs> the hope so that's something that we're looking forward to. Um, is there anything else you guys are looking forward to? There's something in here in particular that I want to oh, talk about, but I want to yeah. see about you guys first. I'll let Flav go. You know my answer. <laughs> uh, honestly, at this point, I'm not asking for content or anything else. I just want to see the bugs fixed. So I don't want to look any further than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Andy? Dude. Freaking Royale, Royale with cheese. <laughs> Royale with cheese. <laughs> yeah. That that was my answer too, man. Yeah. So in March, right? March. Oh, I have... thought it was February. No, it's March, right? Oh my gosh. Uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah, I, it's, I just, it's March. Man, yeah. that's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate March, this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they have given us a roadmap of all these different <laughs> content drops that are coming. And all the way out in March, we have Firestorm. And Firestorm, we, we talked about this way back in one of our E3 mm. discussions, I believe, where we talked in depth yeah. about what Firestorm is. But it's their battle royale mode. 
and some of the things that I'm hoping for. Now, I know, Flav, you don't have a lot of high hopes for this thing, right? No, I don't. Um, just thinking about the Battlefield series and how it works, in my head, it doesn't translate to Battle Royale. Yeah. Uh, I, I really hope to be proven wrong. I really do. But that's not my high point. That's not what I'm looking forward to. But if it turns out to be great, then, man, that'll be even more fantastic. Yeah. I mean, they have, they've been working on it for, by the time it comes out, uh, at least five months where they've been working on, and it's not even DICE, it's it's another studio that that, that is uh, working on this for us. Yep. Mm-hmm. So my hopes is that it is a true battle royale, you know, with, a, with their battlefield spin on it. Um, and what I mean by that is that I want to have like classless soldiers to where you can pick up multiple med packs and ammo pouches and stuff. And you're not worried about picking a, a your specialization of, of what kind of character you want to play as, but you're out there as a soldier who start off, starts off with nothing and gets everything you need from the field and from other players to win the match. Right. I want something that is in the true spirit of what makes a battle royale a battle royale. So how I think they're going to do this, and I'm probably completely wrong. I think you will still pick a class. Uh, So let's say you pick the sniper class. You pick recon. Yeah. You can still use any weapon that you pick up. But if you pick up a sniper rifle, you're going to be better at using that sniper rifle. I think that's how they're going to inject classes. That would be interesting. Oh, nice. I'm not too sure how I would feel about that. I mean, I just don't see Battlefield getting rid of the class system. Yeah. There's always been classes. Yeah. So they have to do it somehow. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's how COD operates at their Battle Royale right now is like you can't play as Prophet. You can't play as Seraph. You know, you just, you're a soldier. Right. You can but only get all their of skins, the gadgets right? are there, right? Well, yeah, you could play as their skins, but it but it doesn't but yeah, it doesn't you, affect not you specialization as a, as a right? player. Yeah, exactly. Right. But all their gadgets are there. So that's why I was kind of hoping maybe the things that make um as far as gadgets go that make uh the specializations in battlefield that make them special, that those things would be available for pickup. Mm-hmm. But I mean, of course they're not as as like um I guess, distinct as like a cod, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to find a, a grapple gun and right, stuff. Yeah. Well, it's world, it's boots on the ground, quote unquote. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and that's the difficult part right there is, is how are yeah. they going to maintain the, I guess, quote unquote, realism of mm-hmm. world war two in a battle Royale uh, mode. And this is yeah. probably where we'll, where we will see the, uh, the whole spiked bat, you know, prosthetic limb thing happening where it's, you know what, <laughs> yeah. we're going to suspend. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm messing around, but you know, kind of like, well, sort of tongue in cheek, right? Sure. Uh, sure. Hey, the, I'm, maybe I'm that's what they were them. thinking. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Bring it, bring it. I want to see, I want to see some creativity <laughs> and I want to yeah. see Firestorm succeed for Look, sure. 
Manny wants his Beyonce dance in uh, Battlefield, okay? <laughs> Give Manny yeah. what he wants. If if I kill you, I'm going to dab and then do the electric slide. <laughs> I, can't, so. I can't wait, dude. <laughs> yeah. So. But, I mean, this is kind of the problem. Battlefield kind of has the problem that, uh, like, The Division has. Because The Division, it's first a Tom Clancy game, right? So you could, they could only go so far as far as what they bring into the game. And mm-hmm. Battlefield in some ways I feel can only go so far. They want to stay inside their battlefield box, but for firestorm, I want them to get out of the box. I want them to bring us something really special because battle Royale is the hottest thing in the world right now, as far as video games go. And if you want your game to sell tremendously and you know, I'm if, if you're playing a game and you want it to succeed, you want as many millions of people possible playing it so that your game continues to grow and to thrive and I think this could be a way for Battlefield to get back in the good graces of humanity once again. Well, when you th- when you think of Battle Royale, you think of playing as a squad. Think about all the times yeah. that we have played Blackout. Oh, yeah. And each of us bring something different to the table and we play as a squad. You know, it's yeah. all about call outs. It's all about moving together. If you're separated, what do you... You know, you're like, hey, hey, Flav, you know, you're you're too far out. Come back, yeah. come back. Andy, come back. What, what I like how you said Flav instead of me. <laughs> Thanks, <Yeah>. Flav. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what is Battlefield but a squad exactly. game? So, they, yeah. so it it's does have the potential, you know, to just really do something well. I think so. But I'm excited. I, I'm not going to get my hopes up. I'm not excited. Mine's up. Uh, my hope's up. <laughs> Yes. It's really high. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I hope it, it is a, a just a, a breakout success mm-hmm. for Battlefield. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. So overall, gentlemen, uh Battlefield, is it is it worth playing? Andy. Oh, you know the answer to that, man. I, I would say yes with a caveat of uh with friends. There you go. What do you say, Flav? Should somebody start playing Battlefield Five right now? Uh, if you get it on the discount, yes, absolutely. Uh, otherwise, let's let's wait till the bugs are worked out. Let's mm-hmm. let's get this thing stable. Let's get it working the way it should be, and then absolutely, it will be worthy of of a triple A title name. I have the exact same answer. Mm-hmm. Awesome as me, as. Because- because we, we we respond with emotion, Manny. That's how That's we do. Right. That's right. So if you are one of those people out there who is playing Battlefield Five alone, or you just decide, you know what, it's thirty bucks, I'm picking it up. And if you need a squad to come hang out with, then go over to the gaming. No, not the. Shoot, maybe I should buy that. Go over to gamingadventureclub.com slash discord and join the club. Become a part of our gaming community. And uh, we are we are so fortunate to have the sufficiently afflicted crew in our discord hanging out with us all the time. Yeah. So excellent. For sure. Hey, Flav, just uh, out of career, you guys don't have your own discord, right? You stayed away. No, you stayed away from that. No, we're uh, we're completely dependent on you. No, you're not, buddy. <laughs> you bring plenty to the table. We it's a shared community, so we love having you guys there, and we welcome. You know, obviously, you, we're I, I consider us 
brothers in podcasting, so we welcome anyone and everyone that plays any game. That's the whole point of Gaming Adventure Club, but certainly Battlefield. We have a nice little home for you, a little sub-channel there that you are welcome to to hoard uh, at, at all the time. So For sure. So thanks, everybody, for listening to us, and thank you to our Patreons. We appreciate your support. And uh, Flav, if anybody wants to come and check out your podcast and say hello to you, how do they do that? So you can reach us at sufficientlyafflicted at gmail.com. We're at AfflictedCast on Twitter, although we are terrible at Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. Bro, uh, but get with me. I'll, uh, I'll set you straight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I've heard you're an expert. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if if you wanna if you wanna listen, we're uh, we're sufficiently afflicted. Pod, dot um, But if you wanna interact with us, yeah, we're at the GAC Discord. That's that's where you'll find us. We're hanging out. Awesome. And for everything else, go to gamingadventureclub.com. Until next time, my friends, have an adventurous week, and take care of each other. Bye.